Hello and welcome to the Event Lab podcast. This episode, we're tackling the issue of sustainability in events. The need for venues and events organisers to consider this issue is more important than ever. The public is increasingly conscious of its environmental impact, and this is being reflected in what many guests and attendees expect to see in their events. It's something we're recognising at Higher Space. At last year's Higher Space Awards, we awarded the Crystal, our greenest venue award, as they are one of the world's most sustainable events venues. Their all-electric building generates all its electricity using only solar power and a ground source heat pump. Now, we know not every venue has been expressly designed and built to be sustainable, so this episode we're speaking to Selena Donald from the events agency The Bulb to find out what it takes to create a sustainable event and get her advice on what venues and events organisers can do to make their events more sustainable. Hi, Selena. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us today on the on the Event Lab podcast. Yeah, it's great to have you on. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I mean, maybe you could introduce yourself and, and the bulb uh, to to our listeners. Uh, so I'm Selena Donald. I'm the co-founder and CEO of the Bulb. Um, the Bulb is a um, event agency um, with a bit of a difference. So we work with um, organisations and brands, including the UN. Uh, March for Women, ASOS, Lush, uh, Vivian Westwood, um, to design and deliver events. Um, but our point of difference is that we do everything to have an environmental and social conscience. So we look at the responsibility of our events and the impact they're having on the local community and the planet as a whole. Yeah, no, I mean, some really, really impressive brands that are definitely, definitely socially, socially responsible. Because that's, that's kind of what we'll talk about today is kind of how you create a kind of sustainable, responsible, responsible event. I mean, yeah, I mean, so often we see kind of events, these kind of, I guess, symbols of almost kind of consumption often kind of leave a kind of big environmental impact, whether it's a, like a conference that has kind of one-use disposable stands and then afterwards kind of so much stuff gets thrown away. Yeah, my worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you go about making an event, an event sustainable? So for us, it's about seeing sustainability as a way of approaching an event. So we design and deliver everything with just responsibility at the forefront. So thinking about which suppliers we're going to use, what approach we're going to take, what venue we're going to use, um, how we're going to use digital, if we're going to print, etc. You know, those sort of things are really easy planning parts of doing, you know, components of doing an event. But when we do it, we just think of the more responsible option. So for instance, um, our printers, if we do print anything, they're a co-op, so everyone from the CEO to the cleaner are paid the same, which is great, especially if you're the cleaner, I'm imagining. Um, they are a zero emission building. They only use recycled products and vegetable oil inks. And the products and the, the output that they give us is absolutely brilliant. So for us, they're an easy, they're an easy win. We would always use them. Um, our tech suppliers work with us on using energy efficient equipment. We work with an, the amazing Connection crew, who are a social enterprise and crew company. 25% of their workforce used to be homeless. So it's about making decisions and making responsible decisions. And every single agency can do that so easily. They don't need to see it as more paperwork, which it absolutely isn't and shouldn't be. And if it is more paperwork, you're doing something wrong. It just should be in your choices and decisions on who you're working with and what you're doing. I guess some people, when they find this, they might see sustainability uh, as a compromise but I guess from your point of view it's, it's really about starting so you know you have to make this compromise because you're coming from a place that is absolutely it's kind of like it's that kind of foundation yeah so and, I mean, and that's like my biggest bugbear mm. so like sustainability equals not creative 
not luxury, not beautiful, not glamorous, not fun. And it's sort of, our aim is through our events to showcase that's not at all the case. Yeah, so I guess, would you have kind of uh, advice for people looking to kind of deliver events that are both sustainable, but that don't compromise on any kind of guest experience? I guess it's really about the, the elements I've just said. So it's about your approach. You know, all of our events, you know, I'd say 60% of them actually, the content's about sustainability and environmental. And the rest of them are like, you know, the launch of Reeboks and the training collection. But it's just the way that we produce it is sustainable. So, for instance, in that, in that case, the ASOS and Reebok event we did, we used projection mapping with energy efficient equipment. We didn't use print anything. Um, our caterers, all the food was ethically sourced, absolutely no plastic at all at our events. Um, another example is we did a huge event at Fabric for Vivian Westwood. And Fabric, obviously, as a nightclub, is um, no glass, for one, um, and uses plastic cups and straws everywhere. And so we cleared out Fabric and we brought in recycled, branded Vivian Westwood cups. So they ended up, you know, on eBay and stuff. But it was mm. a cost-effective and environmentally sound decision. And it was a bit of a no-brainer. So it's just those really small little things that you can do to make your event just more responsible. Don't end up with, you know, 10,000 empty water bottles. Why don't you give everyone as a giveaway the swag which everyone spends a fortune on? A really cool water bottle and then have water fountains. You know, just think about really innovative and new ways of doing things rather than old-fashioned, easy ways of doing things. Yeah, I mean, that's def- definitely a better way of thinking because I mean, you're both your... Not, not only is it possible, but that's an improved kind of guest experience because they're getting these kind of unique these unique items at the end of it. Yeah, exactly. And like, and it also people are really tuned into this now. You know, it's like you said at the beginning, you know, that consumer culture, that consumption culture that so many massive brands and organizations have contributed to creating. Now people are almost like awakening to the fact that their impacts through buying loads of plastic, through um, consuming you know a pair of Levi jeans for instance uses like I think it's like the same amount of water as 50 showers a month you know think one pair just to create so you know it's just think about where your clothes come from where your you know where your products come from who you're working with and consumers are much more in tune with that now um they say always you know 88 percent of millennials want to work for a company that has values that match their own and 90 percent are only buying from sustainable ethical brands now so it's about keeping up with the times and you know people looking at the way they work and making sure they're reacting to the environment that they're actually working in and you know no one wants to be blockbuster for instance <laughs> yeah definitely i think i think you basically, basically almost kind of asked my next question there because yeah. I, I was going to say I mean, we're seeing huge amounts of public support and kind of awareness with things like the banning of plastic straws plastic yeah. bottles at tons of events venues i think just today the the government announced the reward scheme for yeah. for recycling, which is really exciting. Really exciting. And it's a massive leap. And, you know, I always think the example of plastic bags, you know, now it's so ingrained. People have changed their habits so much in terms of when it gets to the supermarket, most people have got a bag with them. Or if they have to buy one, you know, the charge and the actual, like, shame of it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I would rather carry my things out than spend that 5p or almost look like I've got that plastic bag. And I think it's people breaking the habits and associating, you know, something bad with using plastic. And that's going to become even better now with them, 
you know, water bottles and cans and everything, which is a huge, huge impact. Yeah, so I guess it's that, it's that kind of combination of sort of yeah. huge public support, encouraging kind of government and venue initiatives. Yeah, definitely. Definitely going to kind of make events more sustainable going to go into the end of the year and beyond. Yeah, definitely. And I think like people have got to think about, um, you know, agencies. They've got to start thinking about sustainability, not as just something the clients might want them to do, but as a way of working. And it makes business sense. So for us, it's all about doing more with less. So, you know, less food waste, less plastic, less energy, less, um, you know, carbon footprint. You know, and thinking about all of those things when you're planning an event actually has a massive commercial benefit. I see like a big plus in my budget. And I can't imagine what business person in an agency is not going to look at that and go, yeah, I want a bit of that because I want to see more money in my back pocket. You know, it's actually a commercial benefit as well. It makes business sense. Yeah, yeah, kind of complete no-brainer if you're, you know, if you're being being more efficient and just, yeah. and, you know, you're saving money and improving the guest experience. Exactly. And, and actually on that guest experience, you know, if you're doing a massive event and then at the end of it you can say, and guess what, this is how sustainable we were. How much is that going to inc- like increase your guest experience? Because people want to do good. It's all about, you know, bragging rights, giving people something to Instagram, giving pe- something people, people something to feel good about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and people want to go home and say, when's this great event? And guess what? The food was sourced from this local, local community village, um, local community kitchen. Um, there was no plastic. There was these really cool water fountains, you know, just things like that. It gives people, you know, encouragement and it'll associate positive thinking with their brand. Yeah, so. completely, I guess, because it adds so much almost uh, like story to your event. Yeah. If you know the you know the source of your food and the uh, yeah. the source of the stuff that you're supplying it, it kind of just add or adds to that yeah, exactly. kind of complete experience. Yeah. I mean, do you think there are any kind of quick steps that venues could take to kind of make some sort of quick sustainability wins? Yeah, absolutely. Um, first of all, one of the easiest things that every venue can do is switch to green energy. So it's it, you can literally do it in 10 minutes. And it's sort of a case of ecotricity or bulb, which is not to be confused with us. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we do both get emails for each other all the time. Um, is sort of switching to green energy, looking at a green energy supplier. That makes such a massive impact on the environment. You're taking away the need for fracking. You're, and also, most of the time, they're actually commercially more um, viable as well. So they, um, when I changed at my house, I actually got everything for a lot cheaper. Um, so again, money back in your back pocket. Yeah, I'm also seeing the price of solar and stuff just dropping exactly. all the time. It's becoming yeah. so competitive. Wind farm, solar energy, it's, it's, it's much more competitive now. Um, and then the next thing um, is plastic. It's such an easy thing to do. But how many times do we see the guy at the bar in a venue making a cocktail and picking a plastic straw and tasting it and chucking the plastic straw away? It's just, it's such a small thing, but how many straws and cocktails it goes through every night just then adds to that massive pile of straws that we've got hanging around everywhere. So bringing metal straws, bringing paper compostable straws, you know, there's no need to have plastic straws anymore. There's so many cost-effective different supplies for straws. Take away plastic cutlery, take away plastic cups, use glass or use recycled materials. Um, think about your suppliers and your energy efficient equipment. You know, when you do you need lights on everywhere all the time? Could you get energy you know, efficient lighting that switches off when people leave the room? Um, it's just small things like that which are really, really simple and make common sense. Um, but people don't do. Mm. And actually, like you're saying along the way, you're 
saving money. It's really easy to do. And you've got a great PR story that you can release out to people. And it helps break that just kind of disposable mindset. Like you're not going to... Yeah. Like with the example of the straw, you're not just going to throw away a metal straw because it has it has yeah. almost like more value as an object. It's, it's, it's yeah, but it's, there's something more far more substantial about it than just kind of that kind of pl- like mindset of just oh, chuck plastic stuff. It's yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. not it's not a permanent thing. It's just we you know bin it, get use the next one. Exactly, and there's like some great initiatives that go around about plastic as well. So Friends of the Earth have got Plastic Free Friday, um, which, which is a great campaign to get involved in as, as a venue to support. You know, if you want to start doing it and get a bit more noise around it, get involved with one of those so you can get on board of their, their campaign and get on the back of their publicity. Um, Sky, have got um, Sky Ocean Rescue, which is brilliant as well. So there are loads of really good campaigns that you could start getting involved in as well. To, to round it off, do you have an event that you're, you're most proud of? Mm, yeah, I've got two. My biggest event that I've done today is working on the London 2012 opening closing ceremonies. And that is, um, it was two and a half years of working on the production. It was brilliant. Um, definitely a peak of my career. But also, um, in this context, I was on the sustainability committee and responsible for steering that committee and making sure we did the most, we delivered the four most sustainable ceremonies in Olympic and Paralympic history. So we diverted 97% away from landfill. We um, reused, rehired everything. So there were elements that were in the opening ceremony that were reused in the Paralympic opening ceremony and closing ceremony. You know, we've got a report that outlines everything, but I was really, really proud of that. Um, and it also set me instead for, well, it, it, it sort of developed the passion that I have now yeah. for creating the ball and so many of the learnings. And I always think if um, we could do four huge, you know, the biggest shows on earth and we could deliver them sustainably, you know, 97% diverted from landfill. landfill. Like, why can't we do that for a 100-person influencer event? It just yeah, doesn't I mean, make sense. Like the, yeah. yeah, like you, you kind of look at that event and think it's so huge and so incredible. Yeah. But, but the fact that it is but so completely sustainable. sustainable. Completely um, And that shows, like, sustainability does not equal not creative because they were hugely creative. Yeah, I mean, you'd be hard-pressed to find a more creative event <laughs> yeah. than the opening ceremony. I know, come on, we had Mary Poppins <laughs> flying from the sky and the Queen, you know. Um, and then most recently, I just uh, produced the March for Women, which was the demonstration and live rally in Trafalgar Square for International Women's Day. And so that was 9,000 people all marching for gender equality, um, which is a huge passion yeah. of mine and the balls, and obviously something that's so relevant now. Um, and it was just incredible. The live show was just hair on the back of your neck stand up um, and the atmosphere was amazing and I think um, you know that for me really just reaffirmed like why I do the board and why I'm so passionate about events that have purpose mm, so yeah definitely I think it's and yeah it must be just really so inspiring for I guess yeah. of course you and just so many people seeing it just amazing yeah. event like that yeah it was really inspiring seeing such a mixed crowd as well it wasn't just 9,000 women it was Mums, dads, grandmas, grandpas, girlfriends, boyfriends, dogs. It was everyone, you know, so it was inspiring to see so many people come together for gender equality, which I think um, is a huge, huge issue um, of, of, you know, recent times and one that is um, incredibly relevant now. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's just what events are all about, is just bringing people together and when it's, when it's such an important issue, it yeah. doesn't get... Yeah, and I think it's at events like that you can really see, and like the Olympics as well, and other smaller events we've done where the content of the event actually 
and inspires and motivates so many people into making changes within themselves and within their lives and what they're going to support and how they think, act, feel. You know, so you can really see how important events can be to inspire movements and bring together people. Yeah, well, I mean, hopefully we're going to just continue to see this kind of wave of positive change and sustainability yeah. kind of ripple through the industry. Exactly, yeah. Um, and, we, and I think actually another, another event um, that we're really proud of is we work with the UN on the climate change negotiations, so COP23 is called Conference of the Parties. And that was all about, last year's was about um, how, you know, the, so the Paris Agreement, you know, the landmark agreement where most countries in the world, obviously there is a huge elephant in the room with the one that isn't involved in it anymore, which is America. Um, but coming together in a landmark agreement to fight climate change. And that's just such a huge, huge statement that of recognition that there is something that we need to do now in order to stop the wave of, you know, awful weathers that we're seeing across the world, sea rising, animals extinction, water droughts, everything that's happening, which sounds really negative, but actually on the back of those events, what you see is 25,000 people globally coming together to show what they're doing to actually change that. And you actually leave feeling really, really optimistic and like, yeah, this is going to be fine. Yeah, I mean, I guess at the end of the event, the, the product of the events industry are, you know, are, so, are so visible. And so yeah. to, to make statements like, that they can be sustainable and for, the, for these great causes, it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's, you know, it's a beacon to show that it can be done. Yeah, exactly. And not to underestimate the power of events to do that as well. Yeah, well, I mean, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I think there's some, some brilliant advice for... Uh, event planners and venues in there that they could, things that they can do to become more sustainable while also just enhancing that, that guest experience. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Now, before I go, I've got a bit of information on the next Event Lab series event. The event will primarily be for sales and marketing managers working at venues, and it will be taking place at Lumiere in Southwark on the morning of April 27th. On the day, we're hosting the panel what are the key attributes clients look for in a venue now and beyond 2018, along with a workshop on how to drive online brand engagement. For more information on Event Lab and our flagship event this October, you can go to our website, eventlab.online. You can also get the latest updates from us on Twitter and Instagram using the handle at eventlab underscore HQ. Or if you'd like to get in touch with us via email, we are eventlab at hirespace.com. Thanks very much for listening.